Hi, and welcome to the Creating, Living, and Making podcast. My name is Adam Mackey. And I'm Grant Alexander. Aloha, I'm Richard Grant. And today we're going to talk about who we are and why we got started. So how about Grant, you take it first. Who are you and why did you decide to start your YouTube channel and social media pages? My name is uh, Grant Alexander, and you can find me on uh, most of the social medias under The Grant Alexander, because apparently Grant Alexander was taken. But uh, so I mainly got started in, uh, in doing this social media thing to kind of share my journey. Uh, I had a, a son about two years ago and I started making things for him and I really wanted to document that. And I thought, well, if I'm documenting it for myself, I might as well share it for other people because they might be able to learn something. Um, and then I was making other stuff as well. So I went, well, I should just document everything. And that's what I've been doing. Uh, and I really wanted to just kind of share things with people and, and hope people can can get some inspiration from what I do. Yeah, cool. Uh, my story's pretty similar, but we'll go Richard Richard next. Well, I'm uh, Richard Grant. Um, I'm actually a uh, military brat plus active duty, former active duty, and I work for the government. Um, uh, I actually didn't intend to get started in social media. It's just that uh, I have relatives all over the world. My mother's Japanese. Uh, my father's an American. We have relatives on both coasts uh, of, the, of America and all over Japan. And um, so it's just a way to stay in touch with one another. Um, I have always done work around the house, DIY projects and so forth. And, and uh, whenever family members come to visit, they would always comment of, oh, wait, you did this, you made this, you changed this, you, you built this or that. And uh, so to try and stay in touch over the years, it used to be the old school days. We'd take pictures and mail them to friends and family, and they wouldn't see what, what else we were working on. That evolved to that, that uh, newfangled Facebook thing. And uh, so we started posting pictures there. And unfortunately, my parents aren't the youngest in the world, and um, my mother has never touched a computer. Uh, so that didn't work out too well, but at least my father could figure out Facebook a little bit. Uh, and then I had other relatives that started joining in on Facebook, and, and they wanted to see what I was doing. So I would just post pictures all the time, almost every single week of whatever new that we were working on. Uh, that turned into somebody saying, hey, why don't you put this on YouTube? Like, what's a YouTube? But okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. So we started uh, with, with posting videos instead of pictures, and we just put it out there. We, we knew nothing about YouTube. No, I, I take that back. We did. We, we watched videos of it, but we didn't think much much of it uh, as, as us doing it and sharing it with other people in the world. Figured it's just a good place that we could record videos and put it on a place where I could send a link to family members and they could take a look at it. And so they did. And um, somehow or another, much to our surprise, we started getting people that were actually silly enough to watch our channel. And, uh, and we figured, well, you know what, if we're going to do this, um, we might as well do it right. Uh, it wouldn't be fair to have some crummy, um, poor quality video and poor quality sound as we originally did. So we've been uh, kind of working our way up and uh, uh, we are where we are now. Cool. Well, so my name is Adam Mackey and I run the YouTube page Make a Mackey. I, similar story to Grant, making stuff for my kids. I, ever since I was a kid, pulling everything apart, trying to build things, pretty much just destroyed my parents' home. They love that. But um, yeah, so I just decided to start a YouTube channel. I think I took a lot of influence from 
the bigger makers on YouTube that are already out there and stuff and try to copy them, but then realize that I need to try and make my own style and that. I Another reason I started was, I, I don't know why, but for some reason my whole life I've had a big problem with um, like self-confidence and, and all that sort of stuff. So making videos was a way for me to put myself out there where I didn't really have to care who was watching it, but I could try and experiment and sort of get myself to do things that I wouldn't normally do in front of people. So that was another big reason why I did it. But yeah, I don't really know. I just thought it would be fun and it took off from there, really. So Adam, what are you, working, what are you clamping this week? Uh, so I'm actually working on the nursery for my son who's due in four weeks. So we're repainting a wall. We've got a cot on the way, which I need to then build a house frame onto and just getting the room ready to go. Very nice. How about you, Richard? Well, I'm I'm usually not working on one project. Um, some projects will take several weeks to finish. Some I finish in, in, uh, in a day or two. Uh, but currently, I am working on the origami display. There's a few parts that I don't have, and I'm, I'm waiting for it to be delivered uh, so I can find, do the final assembly. And I've also got a big uh, DIY project on a bathroom renovation that uh, I, if you guys had a video, you'd see I got paint all over right me. I rushed over from, from the middle of that to, to join this fun podcast. Uh, so I'm, I'm doing different things from going to be installing toilets, vanities, the mirrors and, and whatnot. So I will break those up. Uh, it, that means I probably have about eight weeks worth of videos uh, by the time I'm done with that. So you mean the origami display that I'm going to win? <laughs> yeah, keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that Stan crafted one. I don't know. I sent Richard a rendering of what I'm going to build. Oh, really? Well, you got to get it in by the deadline. We only have a week. By the time you're hearing this, everyone. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I better get onto it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your priorities messed up. Is it work for uh, building something for the baby or the origami display? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my wife I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell your eight-month uh, pregnant wife that I'm sorry, I have to, I have to build an origami display. Uh, I can't do the crib this week. And may the force be with you when you say that. Yeah. What about you, Grant? What are you working on? Well, uh, I'm doing two things. Like like Richard, I have uh, I have a million projects on the go at any given time. It's probably my biggest downfall as a person is that I never am able to uh, commit to a single like focus on a single thing. I can commit, but I can't focus. Uh, just in case my wife ever listens. Uh, so uh, I'm working on uh, two things mainly. Uh, the first is I'm making a mud kitchen for my son. So it's basically like a little tiny kitchen. I saw that on Instagram. In the backyard. It looks really good. Oh, yeah, thanks. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm just waiting for a nice day to reveal it to him. And then uh, the other thing is obviously the origami display. I'm hoping to use a little bit of uh, Hawaiian wood. And some fun uh, movie magic to make a fun video, but we'll see if, uh, if it all comes to fruition or not. Okay, just to go over what you had said about uh, not being able to focus on one thing, I don't think that's the case when you're working on multiple things. I mean, if you're painting a room, you can't sit there and stare at it and wait for it to dry. So while it's drying, you go work on something else. <laughs> that's not being distracted. 
I, I sometimes can't get through the whole room. Can you tell my wife that? Right, I'll paint one wall and go, okay, I need to go do something else. <laughs> like, okay, I stand corrected. You have a problem. <laughs> right. That's why accent walls were invented. They're, they were just for the people like me who just go, well, I've done one wall, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, so um, what have we learned since starting our channels? Let's go with uh, with Richard first. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just throw him under the bus. <laughs> okay, so I, um, as I mentioned, uh, for our channel, it, it wasn't intended for anybody else to actually view except for a few family members. And uh, we started doing some research on on this whole YouTube thing and, and uh, found it quite interesting. Uh, they had things that I really enjoyed for, has nothing to do with the actual production of, of videos, but it's for the analytics. And I'm the... Um, I guess an analytical type that I just love looking at numbers and stats. So, so I, I found this kind of neat that, Hey, I could take a look at this and see by the hour, how many people are watching, uh, what, you know, where are they coming from? And, and, uh, you know, I have viewers from, from different parts of the country. And, and I, I just found that fascinating. So I started digging into it a little bit more and, um, uh, became part of a group in YouTube as well. And, uh, learn more tricks and trades, better ideas on, on how to use cameras. Um, little by little, uh, we've upgraded our equipment. We still don't have the, you know, the best greatest in the, in the world, but it, uh, it's been, Hey, let's try this. We've been using this $10 microphone. Let's try a $20 microphone. Um, we were using a old, uh, digital VCR camera and camcorder type thing. And, and we said, Hey, let's try a Canon. Uh, and so it's all been a matter of actually looking at other YouTubers, seeing what they do. And a lot of them are willing to uh, make recommendations and say, Hey, this is the type of camera I use. This is the type of mic I use. Um, this is the type of lighting I use. So it's been actually a learning experience from watching other YouTubers. And, um, but as Adam mentioned, I don't want to copy others. That's too boring. So we want to do what we do. Um, and it turns out some of the stuff that we do is actually being done by a lot of other people anyways. But nonetheless, it's not a matter of, hey, I want to look at these big YouTubers and duplicate them. That's like, I'm not here to duplicate them. We're just here to have some fun and build some things. And, and if people want to come on the journey, that's, uh, that's wonderful for us. So it's a nonstop learning thing for us. I think a couple of things from that is, people don't want to watch someone that's copying someone else. Like if they wanted to watch that person, they'd go watch him. Everyone is looking for someone new, someone that it brings something different that they're not used to watching. Um, also on your saying about you went from a $10 to a $20 microphone. I use a lav mic that cost me $40 off Amazon and it's perfectly fine. I, I just want to point out to people that you don't need to buy expensive camera gear and, and microphones. Like I, all my videos are literally recorded on my, Samsung S9. Uh, yeah, so uh, I wanted to add in there and go, all, all of my recording is done on my GoPro, including all my voiceovers uh, for any of yeah, the right. part. Yeah. So if I do any voiceovers in my video, I record them with my GoPro just sitting right here on my desk. Yeah. Well, I, I'm similar. Like, all mine's recorded with my phone. All my videos are done with my phone. And then I use my lav mic 
with the camera pointing at me and just cut the video off. Watching both of your videos, um, you guys have great quality videos. And it's like, I bought that camera and you guys can do it with a cell phone and a GoPro. That's awesome. <laughs> I, should, I should have stuck with those myself. But yeah, they, you got a great point, though. Uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, we, we chose to try and improve. And each time we do something to try and improve, it was like, well, can we afford to go up just another level? But most of our equipment is very inexpensive so that you don't have to spend a ton of money to get involved. Like you were saying, Richard, you started with something that wasn't the best and you're improving. You still don't have like a red camera. You've got a nicer Canon, right? So that's what it's about. And that's why like I started with the GoPro because I wanted something that I could get wet because I originally wanted to go like camping and bushcrafting and, and I wanted something that... If I dropped it in the river, I could fish it back out and it would still work. So that's why I went with what I went with. But if I wanted to make really great YouTube videos, I would have spent that money on a digital SLR. Actually, Grant, that's probably a good idea because I saw one of your uh, videos where you uh, you actually had a ball bearing incident that went shooting all over the place. And it, <laughs> probably, it was probably a good idea that you didn't have some expensive camera that got, got shot up with BBs. <laughs> right. And if you watch, I, I drop my camera all the time and I sometimes include those those footage in the, in the thing. Well, I think like for me, uh, yes, I record on my phone and everything now but i do eventually want to upgrade to a camera i think upgrading to a camera just adds benefits like you can have different lenses i like i really want to have a camera with a wide angle lens because it's quite hard to edit when you've got such a small area to work with you can't really zoom in and, and all that sort of stuff and then not just that it's actually really annoying recording but not being able to look at my phone while i'm actually recording or i don't get photos for instagram and stuff because my phone's in use and all that sort of stuff so I think eventually my plan is to upgrade to a camera and I think I'm going to do that before um, a computer because I actually edit on an iPad, but I find an iPad quite useful because I can do it on the go. But I think a camera I definitely want to upgrade to, but then in saying that, I'm still going to use my phone for other shots, other angles, finishing shots. I've got a um, gimbal for my phone, so like I'll probably use that to do all the finishing shots and all that sort of stuff. So even though if I upgrade to a camera, I'm still going to use the phone because it's that just as good quality. Going back to the original topic of, of uh, learning, um, that's actually a, a good point uh, I'd like to bring up is that um, we mentioned that we got new cameras and so forth. And, and uh, the truth is, I have no idea how to use 95% of the features on the camera. So, so yeah, I got a nicer camera than I used to have, and I don't know how to use it. Um, but uh, I, I've actually found some, some YouTube pages that have a full um, uh, tutorial on how to use the, that particular camera that we're using. And so I've, I've uh, got that set up, and, and I plan on uh, start learning from that. So it's a nonstop learning. It's not just about woodworking and DIY. DIY, it's about how to make a good quality video that people can appreciate, how to record, how to edit, and so forth. And now for us, the next thing to learn is how to properly use our camera. Well, it, there's a um, YouTube channel I've been watching lately, just obsessed with and binge watching all their episodes. But they got like two and a half million subscribers. And I actually look, it's funny, since starting YouTube, I tend to look at how things are edited and what, like, um, cameras and stuff they use and I've noticed that half their shots are actually filmed on a phone they they they, they have really expensive cameras because they're a vlogging channel and there's two of them they have a big camera each with a big dead cat on top and all that sort of stuff 
but then half the time they're using their phones as well. So it, it doesn't matter how big you get, you're still going to be u- using what you can to get the shots you need. Right. Like I use my phone for any close-up because I use a GoPro. So on the opposite side of you, I have to zoom in half my shots because I have such a wide angle. But uh, yeah, I use my phone for any time I need to do anything close-up because I can put my GoPro right next to something and it's still not close enough. So I'll, I'll still be using my GoPro. And once I finally upgrade like you to a real camera, I'll be using my GoPro and my phone and the camera to get all the shots I need. Uh, is your GoPro straight out of the box? Like, have you used it straight out of the box or have you changed settings on it and stuff? Because I've had one before and it was so, like, I feel like it didn't have the quality I expected. With the GoPro, it's a Hero 7 Black and it yeah. it's, the, the quality is amazing. Like, you see my videos, I don't do anything at all. No color correction, no anything. I always assumed you had a camera. No, yeah, just just my GoPro. So the GoPro's come a long way because I... I've used GoPros since the beginning, and they've come a long way. You know, for those who are actually tuning in uh, and uh, are interested in starting things up, you know, these new these new smartphones nowadays, the cameras on there are unbelievable. I tell you that some of the cameras that are out there right now are probably better than, than uh, professional cameras of five, 10 years ago. Um, but still, those were considered professional cameras. And now you got, you got smartphones that, that take better quality pictures than what they did. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with using a phone. You don't have to go out and spend a, a lot of money for, for any type of a camera. Just work with your phone and go pros and whatnot like you said yours your quality comes out really well yeah well that's like my um my so i have a samsung s9 plus and it records in 4k 60 fps it actually records better quality than like a 350 dollar mirrorless camera well your, your samsung costs more than 350 bucks <laughs> yes <true>. but <laughs> but it's not in addition to like a phone something everyone has you know and and most well, not, I won't say most because I know a lot of people don't, but like a lot of people always want like the best phone and have the best phone. So they've got the quality already there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I have a Samsung as well. And uh, it has a great feature for uh, for bounce, preventing bounce. And I can film while we're hiking or something. And, and it comes out it comes out clear. It's like, wow, that works better than my camera. So, yeah. That's funny because I bought the gimbal for my phone to get the finishing shots and then found out afterwards that it actually has in stabilization built in and it doesn't really add much difference to it. But the good thing about the gimbal is it has like the controls to do the rotation and stuff. So it's not just the stability. So uh, Adam, how about you tell us some things that you learned uh, since joining to try and bring us back around to the topic at hand? All right. Well, one of the things I've learned is that when actually like editing and putting out videos, it's less about quantity and more about quality so you get these people that put out like a video every two days but it might not be up to the quality of someone that puts out a video once a week or once every two weeks and i've found that a lot of people that put out the video every two weeks they're not going to have the um, audience retention that you would have for someone that has a good quality like you look at someone say Jackman works, he puts out a video maybe every month, but everyone that watches his videos watch it all the way through because it's mm. it brings the audience in and people want to watch it. Whereas you, you might, I'm not going to say any names, but you might get someone that puts out a video every week and they're just sick of it because it's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, don't say any names. Only name names in positive <laughs> ways. No, no, not you. <laughs> uh, that's a good point though. I actually, the, 
my first year, I put in a video every single week, working full time, putting a video every week. And a couple of the videos were shot, edited, and rendered and uploaded all in one night to get a video out that week. And those videos did not do very well. So I learned my lesson after a year of, of pounding myself every week. You know, you need a video out to go. I'd rather take three weeks, a month, to put out a really good quality video like the upcoming uh, origami challenge. I've been thinking about that for months. Uh, but uh, I'd rather put out a good video every three weeks or every two weeks than a shitty video every week. So that's a good point. So for those that don't know what you're talking about with the origami, check out Rich's channel. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm the same. So I um, I used to be like that. So because I'm... It's it's funny people don't realize like even I've only got 200 subscribers but I'm still stressed if I don't put out a video in a month. It's it's like yeah but so like I used to be the same. I'd record a video and be like I need to get this thing out because I haven't put one out for a month. And now I'll record a video and I'll spend a week editing it trying to get it better quality into what I want. Even last time I put out a video I forgot to edit something into it. Realized after I had uploaded to YouTube removed the video, re-edited it, and re-uploaded. Whereas before, I'd be like, oh, whatever, it's a video, it's out. I think I'm a little bit different from most. Um, probably weird on, on one sense. But uh, it's for me, at least at this point, all this time that we've been doing it, I have felt no pressure. I'm a creature of habit. I go to the shopping mall. I try and park in the same area so that when I come out, I don't get lost and go searching for my car. I go to a restaurant that, that uh, there's a particular item that I like. I order the same thing. And so for me... Every day, I look at my analytics every few hours. I know hour by hour by hour how many views, how many subs at the end of the day, how much, uh, how many uh, our final results are. And with that, every week, it's like, oh, it's Saturday. I got to prepare for that. And I'm going to edit my video and put it out. So it's not a case of, oh, what am I going to do? I've got, I've got a list that's never ending, but it's not about YouTube. It's about these things that I want to do with the house, these things that I want to do with uh, my wife. And it just so happens we do that together as a channel. But it's it's just a creature of habit. So I do the videos because I enjoy doing them. And so far, we've been blessed. I don't feel any pressure on it. And I think you, you've got a really good relationship with your, with your wife that makes it so that that's the thing you guys do together. <laughs> makes it a lot easier than I have to – like the. I do almost all of my work on days that my wife isn't at home or from when she goes to bed till midnight. So exactly I, I've got a bit, of, a bit of a different thing there. My son's at daycare and my wife's at work. I can get a video done. Well, well, I will say Jennifer participates in the, uh, the projects, but she does zero editing. <laughs> she does nothing on that. So I usually do that at night when, uh, after she goes to bed too. Yeah. Well, uh, in terms of things that I learned, I honestly didn't realize how much of a community there would be for people who make YouTube videos. That was the thing that kind of like blew me away was uh, how much I connected with real people also making uh, YouTube videos or making not even YouTube videos. There's Facebook groups I'm part of with people who only post pictures, you know, you know, circuit. 10 years ago for Richard, he, he's, he's graduated from that, but some people are still back in the picture taking a page. No, I'm just joking. But uh, it's just like connecting with real people on, on this thing, I, I was very surprised about. That would be like the biggest thing that I thought, wow, like I didn't expect that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's pretty pretty crazy. The, the maker community is 
huge. I never, until actually making my channel on that, didn't realize how big it was. Like it's it's great. Even you look at Instagram, half the time someone follows you on Instagram, their channel, like their their page is not like it's a business page or well not business page, but it's you know like so and so woodworking or or something like that. It's not necessarily their personal page, and it just shows how big the maker community is when you have that many people following you, and like half of them are just post video post um photos. Yeah. What do you think, Richard, about the community? Oh, I I'm I'm actually thrilled by it. Um, I I'm not exactly what you would consider a social butterfly. Um, uh, my wife and I, we just happen to have uh, a lot of things that we enjoy doing together. So um, we kind of took it as, well, you know, if it's just the two of us, we're making, you know, doing things around the house and showing family. That's fine. But uh, I've met a great group of people. Um, you two, yeah, but, you know, no, I actually learned so much and made some uh, some great friends from this this community. And that was definitely something that I had never expected. I did never even dawned on me that there would be something like that so we're coming up to the end of the episode let's move on to what we recommend for this week richard do you have any recommend recommendations this week yeah i recommend a video from stan crafted and um, during this time of covid he put together a uh, video on how to make a hacky sack um i thought well i haven't done hacky sack since uh, since i was a little kid and i actually went out and um and copied him and made a hacky sack and i've been doing that every day for almost a week now and i got bruises on my feet <laughs> for doing it barefoot like at late at night just before going to bed just to just for a little bit of exercise i guess check it out it's a good video what about you grant any recommendations just let, just let me look for something because i totally <laughs> forgot to look this up i you know what yeah i do have a great recommendation i rewatched a video today from uh brett mcafee uh skull and spade 13 where he made uh the hero's bow from uh from zelda and uh, it's just really cool that he literally took a log, split it up, turned it into a, a bow, did a little steam bending or, or I don't know exactly, heat bending of the wood uh, and forged a bunch of stuff. And it just is such a cool video and it deserves way more views. All right. So this week, my recommendation is actually non-maker related, but I've been binge watching a YouTube channel called Daily Driven Exotics. I have this thing where if I find a YouTube channel I like, I just go back and watch all their episodes. So I don't actually, haven't really watched any other Maker stuff for oh, probably a month now. I need to go back and watch them. But anyway, so it's just a channel where they vlog their days driving exotic cars. But yeah, that's about it. Where can everyone uh, find you? How are you, Richard? Where can everyone find you on the internet? Well, people can find me on YouTube um, under the channel name Poor Man's DIY with a nice little uh, uh, picture of, a, I guess, uh, an animated type picture of myself and my wife. Um, please check us out. How are you, Adam? So I'm Maker Mackie everywhere. Maker Mackie on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And it's just a black circle with a orange and white logo. And you can all find me on uh, the Grant Alexander on uh, YouTube and Instagram. And anywhere else, uh, even sometimes on the internet. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next episode. And keep clamping.